Yo, what up everybody? This is Mark from Suicide Silence. Brian Fair from Shadows Fall. Gary Hall from Exodus and recently retired from Slayer. Chris from Bad Wolves. It's Joe from Briar Rose. Tyler Burgess here. And I'm... This is Trevor Sternad from the Black Dahlia Murder. Yo, yo, yo. Igor Cavalera here. Hey, this is Charlie Lanthrax. I just want to give a shout out to Pedalton Metal Radio, the podcast. The podcast to get all your rock and metal news plus reviews. With new episodes dropping every Sunday, make sure you tune in. Keep rocking with Pedal to the Metal. Check it out now, you motherfuckers. Keep it metal. Yeah, yeah. All right, welcome everybody to another exciting edition of Pedal to the Metal Radio, the podcast. I'm your main man, your host here, Eddie Monster. And hopefully y'all enjoyed the Thanksgiving special. That's right. We did an episode for Thanksgiving because we felt bad for not having an episode for you guys on Sunday. If we're being 100% completely honest with all of you. Um, Yeah, so we're here. And we're doing a small, small episode for you guys today. Uh, The main focus is going to be on music, of course. We've got bands. We've got bands galore. To play for you guys, and and you know we got some rock and metal news. Why not? You know, uh, what would this episode be like without some rock and metal news? I don't know, and it's a world that I don't want to know about. But anyways, if you want to follow the show, you can do so by going to facebook.com forward slash Eddie's Pedal to the Metal Radio Show. Again, facebook.com forward slash Eddie's Pedal to the Metal Radio Show. You can follow us on Twitter at twitter.com forward slash pedal underscore radio. That's right, twitter.com forward slash pedal underscore radio. We made it easier for you guys. Uh, we we're also on Instagram and instagram.com forward slash pedal to the metal radio show. Again, instagram.com forward slash pedal to the metal radio show. We do a lot of cool stuff on, on Instagram. We update the Instagram account a lot more than we do some of the other ones. So Instagram is where it's at. Just saying. Uh, all right. The last link is one that should never be forgotten because there can only be one. That's right. It's pedal to the metal radio show dot blogspot dot com. Pedal to the metal radio show dot blogspot dot com. Did you guys get that? Hopefully, that is the place to go if you want to listen to new or archived episodes. That's right. You can listen to all of them on any link possible. If, if you listen to us on Apple, Spotify, Breaker, Anchor, Google, iHeartRadio, whatever it may be, if there's a link, it is on there. All right, so like I said, we've got uh, kind of a small episode for you guys. Nothing too, too major. Uh, we got some rock and metal news. We've got some other stuff going on. Uh, we just know that, you know, we had an episode that was just released like three days ago. So this is kind of like an extension of that episode, but this is episode 75. So welcome to episode 75. And for those of you who are just joining us for the first time, maybe welcome, welcome, welcome. This is something we've been doing for almost two years now, right? We're 75 episodes deep. With a couple of uh, special other episodes. Like we had a New Year's Eve special. We did one time. We had a Motorhead Day special that we did as well. And then, uh, yeah, the Thanksgiving special. Which I'm kind of mad because, you know, I wanted to do a Halloween special. Never got to do it. Two years running, I've never gotten to do the Halloween special. I'm kind of mad at myself for that. Uh, But nonetheless, whatever. It is what it is. Um, We're going to get into uh, our very first band. 
because we're not going to waste any time on this podcast. So here's the first of two bands you should know artists. And let me tell you something. You know what the beauty about being in a band was back in the day? Maybe even still today. Who knows? But the beauty of being in a band back in the day was the fact that you could be four ugly dudes. Right? But because you're in a band, you're playing live in shows, you're going to get laid. Right? Isn't that the beauty of it all? Well, this next band... Is showing us that that is the beauty of it all because it's four ugly dudes playing metal the way it should be. I am talking about motherfucking Hogtooth, right? We got these guys on the show. If you want to find out more information about Hogtooth, you can do so by going to facebook.com forward slash Hogtooth band. These guys have got a new EP coming out on December 10th called You Can't Handle the Tooth. And without further ado, we are going to check out a track from these guys right here on Pedal to the Metal Radio, the podcast, because that's what the fuck we do. And without further ado, here it is. This is Hogtooth with Anointing of the Sick. Thank you. 
It's time for Rock and Metal News, presented by Eddie Monster. Yeah, welcome everybody to, uh, to Rock and Metal News, this this wonderful segment that I've been doing for so long. Um, I don't have a lot to talk about, other than the fact that, you know, I'm doing jury duty, which kind of sucks. And uh, I know it's, you know, you're... Uh, as they like to tell you when you're there, it's your God-given right as an American. It's your civil duty to proudly serve the judicial system, which is heavily broken, but it's still your duty to do so. And, uh, yeah, you know, I am one of those people that I try to avoid jury duty as much as I can, although I've been lucky. I'm 39 years old, and this is only the second time that I've ever done or am going to be doing jury duty ever. So I gotten lucky. I know people that have been picked so many times. And I'm always like, man, am I slipping through the corners? Through the cracks and not getting in there? I don't know. But uh yes, yeah, so, I mean I you know, I'm gonna be looking at my cell phone a lot when I'm there because I just don't give a shit about any of that stuff, to be honest. Um but nonetheless we don't have a lot to talk about today, although there are a couple things you know I, I definitely did want to address. Uh, this past week was the anniversary of the passing of Eric Carr. Uh, for those of you that don't know who Eric Carr is, you really should. He's a guy that, in my opinion, helped carry Kiss throughout the whole entire 1980s. Once Peter Chris left. He was really the face of of Kiss as far as that, as far as the rhythm section, you know, is concerned. Um, Eric Carr, incredible, incredible drummer, some incredible releases. And I, apparently there was a time when Rolling Stone magazine apparently snubbed you know, his passing and, and did absolutely nothing for him in their memoriam section. And that really pissed off Paul Stanley. And this letter that was written, so the 20th, I'm trying to think, the 30th anniversary of this letter is coming up on January 8th, 1998. Well, 2022, but it was written back in 1992. So I was about to turn 10 years old about 11 days later after the release of this letter. But uh, Paul Stanley wrote this letter to Rolling Stone magazine. And here's what he wrote. I'm going to read it to you. Gentlemen, we were shocked and disappointed at your obvious choice to ignore the death of our drummer, Eric Carr, who fought a valiant and relentless year-long battle with cancer. During the past 11 years, while your editor has tried to deny our existence, Eric played over 800 concerts to millions of fans around the world and drummed on albums that sold over 8 million copies. He brought joy and touched the lives of so many people that to not make mention of his passing in your January 9th issue, which featured the death of one of rock's most notable 
in the illness of another represents a sad statement about your misguided quest for artistic purity. The fact that contributing writers who work for your magazine have had reviews of our albums rejected or that others have told us that any article written about us will not be published does not concern us. We thrive in spite of that. And it's it's good. I mean, you know, Paul Stanley can obviously articulate himself as we're seeing right here. Omitting the death of a musician of Eric Carr's stature, regardless of your personal views and tastes, is inexcusable, especially considering the coverage it received on CNN, MTV, network television, and virtually every daily and weekly publication. At a time that has been, no, at a time that has seen Rolling Stone become everything it was started in opposition to, it would have been interesting for Jan Wenner to have met Eric Carr. He would have come face to face with someone who still lived and believed in the spirit of rock and roll. The same spirit this magazine was founded on, but has long forsaken. The chance of the two meeting was, of course, remote. Eric, you uh, was remote. Eric, you see, never saw rock and roll as a stepping stone to cocktail parties or society functions. He simply played the music he loved. We loved him. The fans loved him. And he will never be forgotten. And it's signed by Paul Stanley, Gene Simmons, and Bruce Kulick. And I'm not surprised. You know, Rolling Stone has really been, over the years, kind of a piece of shit magazine. I'm not going to lie. Do I ever pay attention to fucking Rolling Stone magazine? No. You know. They want controversy. They want this and this and that. And, and, you know, and they get it. But I haven't paid attention to Rolling Stone. Because in my opinion, Rolling Stone does not give a shit about rock and roll or anything like that. Not like they used to. But uh, I want to shift gears here from being angry to being happy for somebody. And one of my favorite, favorite horror punk artists has got a big announcement. That's right. I want to try to get him on the show. I'm going to try my hardest to get this artist on the show. I'd love to interview him. I'm talking about Wednesday 13. And, uh, you know, here's a statement released on his website. This is big news. Heavy horror punk icon Wednesday 13 slithered from the cobweb depths of Charlotte, North Carolina in the early 90s quickly making his way to the top of the horrendous heights of rock, punk, and metal crossover. With his electrifying, acclaimed solo music, relentless international touring, and also as a frontman of renowned horror punk supergroup Murder Dolls. Now nearly 20 years after the formation of the group, Wednesday 13 is about to take his solo project to the next level by signing a worldwide contract with premier rock and metal label Napalm Records. In addition, Wednesday 13 is thrilled to announce a massive 2022 U.S. headlining tour dubbed 20 Years of Fear, kicking off on March 23rd, 2022 in Albuquerque, New York, uh, New Mexico. Excuse me. The tour will feature a special, special set list spanning Wednesday 13's entire career, making for a return to the roads that fans will not want to miss. 
The tour will end on May 7th in Sacramento, California. Tickets and VIPs are on sale now via local venues. See all dates and info at officialwednesday13.com. Um, he talks about the signing. He goes, uh, we are excited to announce that we have signed with Napalm Records for the release of our next album, the ninth installment of the Wednesday 13 catalog due out in 2022. The new album will be loaded with a full arsenal of tricks and treats that fans will die for. So congratulations to Wednesday 13. That's some big ass news right there. And it's well deserved. He's one of the hardest working artists who is constantly releasing amazing, amazing material. Amazing material. I was at one point. So all we had for a little while was that first Murder Dolls album, right? That came out way back in the day. And I was thinking to myself, man, his solo material is so much better than than the Murder Doll stuff. But then they came out with that second and last album they ever did together, uh, Women, uh, Women and Children First, and uh, or Women and Children Last, excuse me. Mix it up with Van Halen's record, but uh, yeah, and then you know, ever since then it was like, holy shit, you know, great, great material, great band. Um, so happy for him right now. So congratulations to Wednesday 13. Like I said, I want to try to get him on the show. Um, I want to do this Joey Jordanson tribute show, and I want to get him on. Um, that's the only reason why I've delayed the Joey Jordanson tribute um, is because I'm trying to get everything just perfect. You know what I mean? He's a well-deserved honor. Joey's one of the greatest drummers of all time, and, and I want to make this one right. All right, so in other news, there's apparently a toilet. You've got to see this for yourself. Go online, look it up. It's the Lars Ulrich toilet. It's kind of, I don't, I got to be honest, man. It's kind of, it's kind of creeping me out, but it's kind of funny at the same time. We know Lars Ulrich gets a lot of shit. He gets a lot of shit. He's he's a polarizing figure. Because you either love him or you hate him. There's no in between. There's nobody that kind of says, eh, you know, he's an okay guy. I kind of like him. It's either people like, man, he's a pretentious douchebag, you know, or like, Lars, oh, he's the greatest drummer of all time, you know, like, so there's no in between. But somebody paid tribute and they created a toilet that you can piss and shit in that is a giant fucking replica of, of of Lars Ulrich. Obviously with no penis because that's the toilet bowl. But uh, he's only wearing a shirt. And then you sit on it, right? And you take a dump. It's very, very creepy. I'm not going to lie. I don't think I could do it. But it was made by the by the same guy, okay, who created a guitar out of his uncle's bones. That's right. Prince Midnight is his name. The toilet is going to be available for use at Tampa, Florida's The Brass Mug. And it's, ah, man, it's, you've got to look at it. Look it up. It's super creepy. It's on metalinjection.net if you really want to know and really want to check it out for yourself. But it it is super fucking creepy. I'm not going to lie. I don't think I could take a shit in that. I could probably piss in that toilet, but I get performance anxiety when I'm taking a piss if I think anybody's watching me. But nonetheless, I think I could do it. 
I would not take a shit in it. I would just feel creepy. I feel like I'd be sitting in somebody's lap. You know, oh, let me shit in your lap, Lars. I don't know what the fuck is wrong with people these days. Uh, anyways, Protest the Hero have announced new band lineup, right? So they've got a new lineup, and they're going to be heading on a very small, small tour of, of Canada. So check that out for yourself. Um, they got new members. So apparently, I guess Luke Hoskin is still going to be a member of the band as far as like studio releases, but I guess apparently he's not going to be touring. So Ben Davis from the Kindred uh, is taking his place, and uh, Henry Selva from the Human Abstract will also be joining them on bass. So there you go. There's your new lineup. They're going to be playing on March 1st in Ottawa, Ontario, Canada. Going through Montreal, Quebec City, then back to London, Ontario, and then finally on 311 in Toronto, Ontario at the Danforth. So if you want to check out Protest the Hero, make sure you got your passports. Make sure Canada is allowing Americans up to uh, up to Canada because as far as I knew, I don't think they were. I could be wrong. So if you're Canadian, have fun. You can check them out. Now... And another controversial controversial topic for me is the Grammys. These stupid fucks always get it wrong. But uh, they've gotten an interesting, interesting nominees for Best Metal Performance. And uh, there's one band that ultimately deserves it, right? Now listen, I loved Rob Zombie's new album. I loved the Deftones new record, but I got to be honest, there's only one band that truly deserves it. So here are the nominees for Best Metal Performance, and I will tell you who deserves it the most. But Best Metal Performance, the Deftones with Genesis, Gojira with Amazonia, Mastodon with Pushing the Tides, Rob Zombie, The Triumph of King Freak, A Crypt of Preservation and Superstition, and Dream Theater with The Alien. Now, the the one that I think deserves it the most is Gojira. I'm sorry, dude. That fucking record, unbelievable. Uh, best rock album, ACDC with Power Up, Chris Cornell with No One Sings Like You Anymore, Volume 1, The Foo Fighters with Medicine at Midnight, Paul McCartney with McCartney 3, and The Black Pumas with Capital Cuts, live from Studio A. Best rock song, we've got the Foo Fighters with Waiting on a War, Mammoth, Mammoth WVH with Distance, Weezer with All My Favorite Songs, Kings of Leon, The Bandit, and Paul McCartney with Find My Way. Best rock performance, we've got Deftones with Ohms, Foo Fighters Making a Fire, Chris Cornell, Nothing Compares to You, ACDC Shot in the Dark, and Black Pumas with Know You Better. Best music video. I didn't know they were doing this. I didn't know the Grammys gave a shit about this, but apparently they do. Uh, we got ACDC with Shot in the Dark, and they're about basically the only rock artists in there. Everything else is John Batiste, Tony Bennett, and Lady Gaga, Justin Bieber, Billie Eilish, and uh, Little Nas X with Montero, Call Me By Your Name. Uh, we know that Trent Reznor, Natica Ross, and John Batiste are nominated for Best Score Soundtrack for Visual visual Media. 
Uh, they did Soul. And uh, also Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross are nominated for Best Alternative Music Album uh, when they teamed up with Halsey with If I Can't Have Love, I Want Power. That's pretty cool. Uh, St. Vincent is also nominated in there with Daddy's Home. Um, and then, you know, Best Remixed Recording, we got Passenger, the Mike Shinoda remix from the uh, White Pony 20th Anniversary Deluxe Edition. So that's pretty cool. And uh, <clears throat> that's about it. So there you go. There's uh, the Grammys. I think, so right now, this is what I, in my opinion, this is who I think should win. Obviously, I said best metal performance is Gojira. It's probably going to be given to somebody else, to be honest. Uh, but best rock album, out of all that, I really think that ACDC's Power Up should win. But honestly, I think, if anything, I think the Foo Fighters are going to win that at Medicine at Midnight, even though I don't think they deserve it. But I think uh, that's what I think. Or they could give it to Chris Cornell. And Cornell, one of the greatest vocalists of all time, just saying. Uh, Best rock song, I would love to see Mammoth WVH win with Distance. It'd be a good tribute to Eddie Van Halen. I think that'd be pretty cool. Uh, but honestly, I think they could give it to they could give it to the Foo Fighters. They very much could get it, or Kings of Leon might get that one. Uh, best rock performance, I think, bar none. I you know, I'm leaning towards like the Deftones. I fucking love that record. I thought it was such a great, amazing record. If you've not listened to Ohms, it's it's unbelievable. Um, but ultimately I think best rock performance goes to ACDC. That's my opinion. Shot in the dark. You got to give it to him. You know what I mean? But you know, then again, Chris Cornell's cover of nothing compares to you is pretty good, but I'd hate to see a cover, you know, win a Grammy. Um, yeah, so that's, that's that. I just think, you know, it's one of those things at the end of the day, metal fans know what deserves to win. And who deserves to win? And we all know that the Grammys are a fucking sham. So see you later on that one. Uh, Tony Iommi has got a new cologne out called Scent of Dark. And a awesome instrumental track also accompanies it. Also called Scent of the Dark. So if you get a chance, look it up online. The cologne is going to be coming out on November 29th, which is uh, tomorrow. So if you're listening to this, this episode was created on a Sunday, the 28th, very next day, it comes out. And he worked with Italian perfume house, I don't know, Zershoff and, and Sergio Momo. So there you go. I want to say jerk off, but it's it's X-E-R, so it's like er off. Isn't the X silent? It could be. Who knows? Uh, Corn's Jonathan Davis and Brian Hedwelch. Uh, recently spoke to Kerrang! Magazine, and they talked about Fieldy. And I'm a little concerned about Fieldy's well-being as well. Um, I hate seeing, you know, bands not have all the original members for certain reasons. Although, I got to say, Rod Diaz was the perfect choice to replace Fieldy if there was going to be a replacement. They found the right guy. Um, unbelievable. That was such an amazing concert. But nonetheless, they talked about uh, Fieldy, and here's what Jonathan Davis said. He goes, I love him. He's my brother, but I watched somebody I care about die, and I'm not going to fucking do that again. I refuse to. 
I will feel guilt for the rest of my fucking life because of that. I tried my hardest, but perhaps if I'd been a little bit tougher, there'd have been a different outcome. I pray that he can figure it out and get better and come back and be a huge part of this band again. Brian added to it saying, the best thing to do is just stay at home, be with your family, and start processing. He's got to find that healing. I still struggle with it. I had a few slip-ups with my bad habits three to four years ago, so I understand it. But I dealt with it by hitting it head-on and stopping it from becoming a problem. I'm not concerned because I know he's going to be okay. I do too. I hope he's okay. Uh, But nonetheless, Korn is going to be releasing Requiem out on February 4th. Some of the pre-orders are pretty badass, so check it out for yourselves. All right. Last piece of news for you guys before we get into our next artist. We all know that Hank Von Hell passed away last week. We ended up finding out that CKY has a track with Hank Von Hell, and apparently this is the last piece of music I think he worked on. And uh, here's what they said. Uh, CKY says that Hank sang, lead, and wrote lyrics on a song that we made like eight months ago. And the song is called Fuck, Shit, Help, and Yeah. So if you get a chance, look it up. CKY, Fuck, Shit, Help, and Yeah. There you go. And that's going to do it for Rocket Metal News. And now it is time for our last Bands You Should Know artist. But before we get into our next Bands You Should Know artist, I just want to remind everybody that if you are in a band, if you are a promoter, if you're a label, if you're in an unsigned band and you want to get your band played on the show, you can email me at pedaltothemetalradioshow at gmail.com. Again, pedal to the metal radio show at gmail.com. Email me there. I will check out the band. But I do want to say we get a lot of submissions. So we try our best to play as much as we can humanly possible on the show. So right now we are in developing, we're in the developing stages of a Twitch channel to do a weekly radio broadcast on Twitch. And it's going to be one of those deals that no video is going to be saved. So if you don't listen to the show the day of, you've missed out. There's no catching up. But nonetheless, we are working on it right now as we speak. And uh, because we get so much so much submissions that we want to be able to play everybody and give everybody equal opportunity. So again, we are developing it as we speak. I hope that by 2022, we will have the Twitch channel and everything all worked out uh, for all that. So, yeah, again, if you're in a band, if you're a promoter, if you're a label, whatever it may be, you want to get your music played, reach out. We will check it out. And this band is example of that, this next artist. They're, uh, they're signed to Morbid and Miserable Records. They are a... Super group maybe of, of kind of sorts, but they're a new death doom project from the morbid minds and twisted minds of the guys behind Nothing Is Real, Accusal Intrusion, and many, many others. This is a band called Slog. They've got an album called Graves coming out on December 17, twenty twenty one via Morbid and Miserable Records and Transylvanian Recordings. And we are proud to have them on the show as we speak. 
So without further ado, let's check out a track from their upcoming album, Graves. And I want to thank everybody again for tuning into the show. I will see you guys, as always, every Sunday. But for right now, let's enjoy Levitating Beyond right here on Pedal to the Metal Radio, the podcast. 